1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
0: It
3: is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here to hang out with you for one more hour. Thank you to everybody tuned in all over North America. People listening on our many CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Folks on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. SiriusXM M Channel 158. And everybody on a smart speaker. I'm coming to you live from Washington, D.C. Yeah, super producer and host Dave Shepherd—he's holding it down for us in New York City. And so, whether you happen to be in Detroit or Miami or Texas or Atlanta, San Diego, Vancouver, Toronto, Waikiki, even Colorado Springs right now—I don't care. Thank you for listening. I hope you—I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. And if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Listen, man, just just ride the wave. Enjoy it while it's here. Dallas Cowboys are lighting it up tonight. The Cowboys they beat the Seattle Seahawks. The final score there, forty-one to thirty-five. This game, if you can't tell by the score, yeah, high-scoring game, barn burner, back and forth. Donnie Brook. This was so much of a, a offensive paradise. This was only the fifth time in NFL history that a regular season game didn't feature one punt. The numbers tonight, pretty wild. I mean, on the losing side, Geno Smith, 334 yards to go along with three touchdowns. All three of those touchdowns, ended up in the hands of D.K. Metcalf. And for the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott also had three touchdowns. He spread out the wealth a little bit more. C.D. Lamb, 116 yards receiving. Jake Ferguson, 77 yards receiving and a touchdown. Brandon Cooks, 45 yards and a touchdown. He also had a a key two-point conversion to give them the lead for good late in the game. This was a wild one. A matter of fact, Dak Prescott is a man on fire right now. 20 touchdowns and two interceptions over his last six games. A matter of fact, let's listen to Dak Prescott's touchdowns because they were were plentiful. They have been plentiful. This is Dak connecting with C.D. Lamb in the first quarter making it 10-7 to Dallas. This is courtesy of the Cowboys Radio
1: Network. Under five to play in the first. I-formation again for Dallas. Dak under center, followed by Lipke and Pollard. He fakes it to Pollard, steps up, throws back of the end zone. There's C.D. Lamb tumbling, but he gets both feet down. Touchdown, Cowboys, and they retake the lead in the first.
3: Dak continued on. At one point in time, it looked like Dallas was going to shake the hell out of Seattle. We know Seattle hit back. This is Dak connecting with Brandon Cooks for a 7-yard touchdown pass. This made it 17-7 Dallas in the second. This is also the Cowboys Radio Network. 10-7 Dallas, 11.40 left
1: to play in the second. Second and goal from the 7. Throw over it's Brandon Cooks. He was wide open. Beat Bobby Wagner to the spot, and Dak Prescott found him at the goal line for six.
3: Dak's next touchdown didn't come until late. The Dallas Cowboys, they were trailing at this point. Seattle had decided to punch back, and in the fourth quarter, Seattle led 35-30. to 30 until Dak Prescott was able to throw his third and final touchdown pass of the day. He was able to find Jake Ferguson for 12 yards. Take a listen to this. This was basically the game-winning
1: score. Belt high snap. Prescott with plenty of time. Lops it in zone. Jake Ferguson. Covered by Jamal Adams, but it doesn't matter. Fergie into the end zone, and Dallas takes the lead in the fourth.
3: They were able to toss uh, uh, the ball into the end zone to Brandon Cooks for the two-point conversion. They tacked on a field goal, and that was all she wrote. 41 to 35. And when the Seahawks did have a chance to close out the game, go on a game-winning drive, uh, let's just say Michael Parsons got up close and personal with Geno Smith. This was the final call to shut this one down.
1: Here's the ball game for Seattle. 41-35 Dallas. one eleven 11 to play. Fourth down and two from the 50. Three receivers right. All three of their targets to the right. Smith. Rushed by Parsons. He couldn't get it away. It was at the foot of D.J. Dallas, and the Micah Parsons pressure forces an incomplete pass, and Dallas will hold on to win it at home.
3: A lot of crazy numbers here. Fourth straight win, or excuse me, fourth straight home game, scoring 40 or more points. This was the Dallas Cowboys' 14th straight home victory. Dak Prescott, over his last six games, 20 touchdowns to only two interceptions. They're playing out of their damn minds. This is Dak Prescott speaking to the game, talking on Amazon Prime. That's what he has to say about the win.
4: What a game. Oh, my goodness. Coming down to the end. How do you describe this one? Yeah, we needed this. Um, Obviously, a close game, had a lot of games here at home where, you know, the score's gotten out of hand. We've taken over on offense and ran away in the fourth quarter, but back and forth, uh, down at halftime, down in the fourth quarter, and just able to make plays, defense making stops us getting touchdowns when we need it. a uh, huge game just coach always talks about taking a big chunk of confidence and moving forward. And uh, this is a big one for us. Yeah, but speaking
5: of that confidence right now. I, I've, I've never seen you play with this level of confidence competency everything is on you're on fire right now. You're in the zone. We talked about in the pregame show. What do you attribute that to Mike McCarthy We talked about those meetings you guys are having yeah. what's been going on in there that has you playing like this.
4: Yeah. Just clear communication uh, when he calls in a play uh, usually I kind of expect what plays coming in just from situationally from those meetings that, we, that we've had throughout the week. Uh, we talk about play-caller purpose. You know what he wants in a play-caller. Not only do I, the rest of the other 10 guys on the offense do as well. And so um, and if you turn on the tape, guys are playing for each other, man. We, we really have a great bond, great brotherhood. Uh, you know, just one example, CD doesn't stay on the block and turns around and TP and just telling him my fault, my fault. And that just shows you that we're truly holding each other accountable and we care about each other's success. And can go a long way as long as we continue to build.
3: As they continue to build, up next, Philadelphia. After that, at Buffalo. At Miami. Against the Lions. And then at Washington. And that the season is not going to be too kind for the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe, just maybe, you could have a little bit more confidence in them. If tonight wasn't their first victory of the season, against a team that entered the game with a record above 500, This is the stretch run. Are the Dallas Cowboys going to live through this and have confidence heading into the postseason? Or are they going to head into a roadblock and just maybe lose a little bit? Who knows? They're on a four-game winning streak right now. They've won five out of their last six. Have we seen the best of the Cowboys? Or are they going to continue to ride the wave on this one? Me? They'll go into the postseason. They're going to win 10, 11 games. But are they going to get past the Eagles and or the 49ers? I don't think so. I'll believe it. I'll give them props when I see it. I just haven't seen enough. Tonight is the first time they beat a team that, that's over five hundred. Well, damn it, now they beat them, and they're 6 855 six. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Oh, my goodness. The Repo Man has called from Detroit. Repo Man, you're on CBS Sports Radio, everybody's favorite guy.
6: Yo, JR, yo, America, yo, world, it's your boy. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing great. How you doing?
3: I'm all right. How many cars have you gotten while listening to the football game?
6: Uh, So I got my first one right now. I've been listening all night. Finally, Amazon has gave us something. You know, even though it was on the radio, finally they gave us a good game. I'm happy.
3: Okay. Any additional thoughts outside
6: of that? Being happy. Outside of that, I wanted to go back to last night. I didn't hear nobody on your top six say one person who I thought was either gonna be on the list or someone I was gonna mention them. Seventy knockouts, a hundred and three wins. Can you guess who I'm talking about?
3: Is this Rocky Marciano? No. Go for it.
6: Roberto Duran.
3: Oh, well, well, and, and Vince, yeah, invincible yeah, yeah. I, I i guess that probably goes more towards a uh, recency bias i don't even know what
6: that means but
3: that that <laughs> means that that people will tend to look at what's in front of them more so than what was in the past it's why oh, okay, somebody okay. brought up floyd mayweather junior
6: yeah i heard that i was like nah i was like but if we don't mention boxing we got to mention him
3: well, we know he certainly went out there, and I don't want to say that he didn't—he didn't, he didn't quit—but there was some longevity there, yes.
6: Yes, yes. But that's what I got tonight. You know, I heard you mention me last night. I was trying to call in. You was hot last night. I couldn't even get in. But that's a good thing.
3: Okay. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah, it's still tough for me to think about a guy who was known for no mas, just uh, and put him on the invincible list. But <laughs> y- y- you ain't wrong.
6: All right,
3: man. All right, be safe out there. How many more cars you trying to get?
6: I got six waiting on me.
3: You you're gonna go pick up six cars?
6: Yep, I'm gonna go pick up six more. I, I just got one. I'm about to go get six more. All
3: right, well, don't get shot out there, okay?
6: All right, I won't.
3: All right, be safe, Repo Man. I never in my life, Shep. I feel <laughs> I feel sick to my stomach. I just told the repo man, I mean, well, I don't, I'm not wishing harm, but it sounds crazy to say, hey, repo man, be safe out here.
0: His job is inherently dangerous. He's the nicest repo man there ever has been in that particular job. David is such a nice man to be doing what he's doing.
3: His name is David? (laughs) I didn't know his name. Yeah. That's know the repo man. I didn't know he had a name. Sure he does.
0: He was David before he was the repo man. Listen, I see Repo Man, and he, there he is. You know what? That's probably my fault. I should stop uh, putting Repo Man on the call and screw them. That's on me.
3: <laughs> what am I? If I Sorry. say David from Detroit,
0: yeah, you you knew his name was you knew his name was David, didn't you? I did not. He's called enough times to as David from nope. Detroit. No, I know.
3: I know. I'm sure. Sh- if now that you said it, All right. I see Repo Man. I know exactly that. Well, of, of of course, yeah. I told the Reaper, hey, man, don't get shot out there tonight.
0: Well, anyway. <laughs> you, you did have a really good top six list last night, by the way. Thanks. A lot of, no, seriously, man. Like, like, I mean, they're all really good. I'm not just saying that. But last night was particularly interesting. Invincible athlete? Because it goes against everything that we know of today's athlete, which is load management, oh. play at no cost, play when it's convenient. And to your point, and I hope people appreciate this guy, CeeDee Lamb, Jr. he never misses a game, ever. Yeah. He, he, his career had a
3: little bit of a slow start. Sure. I'm like, w- w- hey, man, when when you going to step things up? It's supposed to be you and Gallup out there uh, and, and that Cooper at the time well, lighting it up.
0: Yeah, Amari got the majority of the deep balls, though. I don't, I don't fault yeah. CeeDee Lamb for that. He's gotten significantly better year by year. He's got to be a top-five receiver at this point. Yeah,
3: he is. Right. I mean, if you ask him a few weeks ago, he's telling you he's the best wide receiver in the game. I ain't going of that damn far. Right. Uh, but he is one of the best. And and we know this year for wideouts, it ain't been all that kind. Uh, we know Justin Jefferson has missed time. He, he's probably still the best wideout in the game. Devontae Adams has basically been neutralized uh, playing out in Las Vegas. I don't know how much he's regretting that. So many conversations about him uh, being traded out uh, to the New York Jets. And as you talk about C.D. Lamb, most games with 10 receptions and 100 receiving yards in Cowboys history, that's C.D. Lamb. He has eight of those games. Michael Irvin has seven. Jason Witten has six. C.D. Lamb has already uh, kind of punched his way into the Cowboys record books. Snatching up 10 receptions, 100 receiving yards. Kind of nutty. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ralph is calling from Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
6: Go ahead, Ralph. Good morning, JR. How are you doing today? Thank you for taking me on your show. And I wanted to say really quick, J.R., and regarding to the Dallas Cowboys, I feel like to me, Dak is respected. It's just that to me, it's not us. It's not the whole nation. It's just the Cowboy fan that's really disrespecting him because they're really being impatient. They're still waiting for that championship. They see how he plays, but they want that championship. That's how I feel. And I have a quick question for you before I get off. Do you feel like the Celtics is playing the same way as last year? Because I see a lot of points, but I feel like they don't play defense again. It's the same repeat as last year again. I I haven't said –
3: well, thank you, Hmm? Ralph. I'll answer you. Thank you for calling from Miami. Man, I haven't sat down and watched a a lot of the Celtics. I've looked at a lot of the numbers that they have in a box score, but I I wouldn't be overly concerned about them because, damn it, and and how about this? Thank you for the reminder, by the way. All of the country is not Or at least half of it. It's December 1st. Thank you. For reminding me that it's December damn first, I couldn't tell you, Shep. Do you remember what you
0: did for New Year's? Yes, I do.
3: Oh boy, uh, Shep was. I didn't ask about your personal freaking business. Okay? No,
0: I mean, what I no, I was. Listen, the, the stars take off New Year's, <laughs> Jr. Sport Brief. So I was hosting. That's what I was oh. doing
3: New Year's. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought you was saying that you was. The way you answered the question, it's like, yeah, I know what I was doing. New Year's giggity giggity. That's what it sounded no, like. No,
0: I mean to me, like when I get to when I get to step in your, you know, your chair and host. To me, that's exciting, man. It, I I love the platform you've built, and I get to step in and, and have the easy task of doing that. So oh, I, I did it. I did it for you two years ago. I did it for you last year. I'll do it again for you this year. I was I'm always excited on New Year's. Man, I
3: I don't know what the hell I did for New Year's. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know where I was. I don't know who I was with. I don't know if I was asleep. I don't. I don't think I was outside. Or was I?
0: Well, I, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think what you. I mean, you were probably ah, Special Olympics. Is that
3: no, 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 no. I remember what I did the day. I know. I remember what I did the day of. We talking. We talking late. We talking late. I'm talking on the like New Year's Day. I remember oh, it was a Sunday. Got it. Yeah. It was a Sunday. I was in Tennessee. I It was a Sunday.
0: Right, because because remember the right. second, the second Monday. was that, but yeah, but in sports, twenty twenty three, Demar Hammer. that's exactly that's always going to be yeah, known as the Demar Hammer dying twice on the field.
3: Oh no no no! I do know what I was doing on Saturday. I I just I just remembered, I was hanging out with my main man Trey. I was with my man Trey. Sure us my man Trey. He's
0: yeah. play, play for Atlanta. No, nah, he doesn't play for Atlanta. Okay, well, Slow, well, Trey, well, young. Well, when you say Trey, I think most people say young. Yes. Oh no, no, no. I mean, we're not thinking Will Smith's son. Nah, his, I don't. His son's uh, Trey, by the way. Who? Will Smith's son is Trey. That's the second most famous Trey I can think of. That's the that's his oldest son. Correct, correct. Yeah. With, uh, with with the, the other with the Shiri, other, I think with, Shiri's the
3: first wife. Yes. Why do you know about Will Smith's all his business?
0: Because he's Will
3: bleeping Smith. Most people know Jada Pinkett Smith. They don't know the first wife.
0: Well, I don't know gold diggers. I know real wives. Sorry, did I say that out loud? You call Jada Pinkett Smith a gold digger? Yeah, she was famous in her own right. She had success, but she blew up when she married Will. We all know that. Listen, when they send the cease and desist, I hope they send it to you. <laughs> I don't
3: got time for that.
0: Yeah, well, let me roll my eyes while my spouse is going after another victim. Oh, my God. Listen, go read. Did you read the book? No, I only read quality literature. I don't read trash.
3: 855-212-4CBS. Steven Scholar from Texas. He knows all about Jada Pinkett. What's up, Steven?
5: Man, I know everything about him. But anyway, what I called to talk to you about mainly was the <laughs> Cowboys, man. And uh I want to see the Cowboys utilize those tight ends that they got, man. I mean Ferguson and uh, and Schoenmacher, they're great players and they just don't utilize them as much as they should. Uh like they like the old nineties team, man, when Troy Aikman and and Tony Romo used to utilize uh uh of uh, the tight ends that they had. And also Dowdle, Dowdle, the running back. He's a fantastic runner, and they don't utilize him enough. What do you think about that?
3: I don't know why you complaining so much. They're 9-3. C.D. Lamb, I just told you about the records that he's broken. He has more 10 reception and 100-yard receiving games than some dude named Michael Irvin. And so I don't know if tonight is the night to look at the Dallas Cowboys and just go, man, they need to get the ball to the tight ends. I mean, it seems to be working with C.D. Lamb. Dak Prescott has thrown 20 touchdowns and only two interceptions over the past six games. If it ain't broke, what do they say? Don't fix it. They got to see if it works against some of the stronger competition. I mean, if you want to make that point, then yeah, sure. It's certainly valid. I knew that call was going to be interesting when he called Jada Pinkett Smith a man. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Since you're the coach of the Dallas Cowboys and what they need to do, when we come back on the other side, I'll get some more of your calls. We will hear from Mike McCarthy. We'll hear from Pete Carroll. We'll hear from DK Metcalf. We're going to do all of this before I roll out. It's the JR Sport
2: Brief Show with CBS Sports Radio. Go read a book. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. On CBS Sports Radio. I'm new I'm new I'm new I'm new You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey,
1: JR, listen, man, love the show and really appreciate your candor, man. It's Impressing.
2: First time listening to your show. Uh, very much enjoy it.
6: I just wanted to say real fast, though, I just found you on the radio the other day,
2: and you've been a godsend. you got a long time listening for me. It's feeling out. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. This portion of the show
3: is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Are you stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at Wesley Financial Group. Dot com. Right before we went to break, we had a, uh, a Dallas Cowboys fan call up, or I think he is. We know the Cowboys beat the Seahawks tonight 41-35. And for whatever reason, he decided to say, why don't we get the ball to the tight ends more? Why doesn't the third running back get the ball more? And I'm saying to myself, yeah, sure, what a sound strategy. L- less targets for CeeDee Lamb. The man who's rolled out of bed a lot of weeks, more often than not, and just said, hey, I got 100 yards for you. Yeah, let's, let's throw the ball to him less. Well, let's actually hear from the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. His name is Mike McCarthy, and he talked after the game, and he said, yeah, we got a tough schedule in front of us, and tonight was an
1: important win. Told the team um, after the game that we need we need games like this. I mean, this is what December football looks like, and you know, and I, and we all understand what's in front of us because uh, you have to win the close games. I mean, to get to where you want to go, uh, you have to win these kind of games, and uh, this is this was a great example of how you just keep, you know hanging in there and keep playing. You know, I, I think you know at halftime, and, you know, we we were frustrated. You know, we had a lot of penalties called, um, and and I think our guys just knuckled down and played, and, you know, they had some big plays there in the third quarter. But, um, you know, once the fourth quarter came, you know, our guys got it done at the most important time.
3: Yeah, they came back. Dak coming through with that that game-winning touchdown to retake the lead. They got another field goal. The defense got to stop, and poof, there you got a victory. It's a formula for success. You aren't always going to have the lead. Sometimes you got to face a little bit of adversity before you bounce back. Eight five five two one two four cbs Let's go to Massachusetts and talk to Tony. Shout out to all my folks on WEEI. What's up, Tony? EI. What's up, Tony?
5: What up, man? So that guy asked about the sizes I'm telling you real, real quick. Uh, yeah, they're doing the same thing they did last year, man. Uh, live by the three, die by the three, turning the ball over, can't shoot free throws. Now, moving on to Dallas. Uh, I ain't a believer, man. I got to wait till this year to get to the playoffs because. Uh, all this regular season stuff don't even matter. Sometimes when the lights get brighter, man, that's when we need to see how the team's going to react.
3: Well, I not, don't not dispute that at all, Tony. Thank you for calling from Massachusetts. I'm I'm in the same space. It's, it's, a, it's a holding pattern. I do not care what the Cowboys do here in the regular season. Outside of, okay, they won two more or lost three or what have you, I mean, they could look good or bad. It's not going to change my outlook on what they're going to do in the postseason. I expect them to get there, and then I'm just like, well, I've seen this story before. Is this year going to be the different one? Wayne is calling from Georgia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Wayne. Yes, sir. I want to uh, discuss
5: what y'all was talking about with the Dallas Cowboys. And the thing about it is the Falcons going to win the NFC south. And when they win the NFC South, they going the Cowboys going have to come to Atlanta. And and Atlanta going upset them. The reason I say that because Arthur Blank took a lot of pressure off of the Falcons when he announced that he's not going to fire the coach and he's going stay stay the course. So that takes a lot of pressure off of off of the coach. So that makes the player relax a little bit and play a little bit more harder. But like I said, I don't think Dallas going to be in front of uh, Philadelphia or San Francisco. So that means they'll be in the three spot, which means if the Falcons can make it, it, win the NFC South, which I think they will, then Dallas will have to come to Atlanta. And I think
3: um, the Falcons upset them. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Wayne. Next time, turn the radio down in the back, okay, Wayne? I'm sorry about that, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. It's uh it's so polite, right? It's Georgia. We're polite. Anyway. The Falcons. The Falcons. The Falcons only even in any type of consideration for the postseason because of the division. Sucks. Sorry about that. I mean, if we gotta look at the Falcons and just go, "Oh, what well, the Falcons are gonna upset the Cowboys. it's just just a bunch of miserable losers everywhere. Sorry about that. It's true though. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight 85- five. She's back. Shep, she's still here. Give me Did one she second. take her meds? she? Shep is gonna check. I I mean, what is going on here? Axe ready to go. Oh my god. Um, hey Matt, go, go 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 ahead. No, stop. Oh stop, stop. Just stop. Thank you. Go ahead.
7: I wanted to say that I didn't actually watch the game, but I did listen to your commentary about the game, uh, because I don't usually I don't have Amazon Prime. So I thought that this was one of the most exciting games that they've had. On Thursday night football, I was getting really tired of the other ones because they seemed kind of unmatched. They seemed a little boring. But this one, according to what you said and what the callers have said, was one of the most exciting matches that have been going on. And I have a preference between Dallas and whomever they played. But I just like to see good football. And the other comment that I'm going to make is that I do believe that the Bills are pretty much going to be out of it of the season, especially because of this issue, even if he's not, even if he's proven guilty or not proven guilty, another... You're referring, well, hold the, on, ho- hold on, hold on, hold on,
3: hold on, there you go, mm-hmm. you can't just say this issue, people don't know what you're talking about, Von Miller, thank oh, you.
7: Oh, this issue with Von Miller, I don't, I wasn't sure if you had discussed it yet, but I don't know if he's we, guilty we, or innocent, we, we, but it, I... Uh,
3: No, go ahead. It's all your show. It's the Mac Brief oh. Show. Go ahead.
7: <laughs> I don't know if he's guilty or innocent, but the whole issue distracts the Bills because they are kind of a family-oriented team, which I've noticed. And so I don't think it's going to be good for them going anywhere to the the playoffs, Super Bowl. The, uh, of course, I think it's just a bad taste, and I feel bad for them, but this is not going to be their year. You know, and um, I just feel it because it's gonna—it's just not gonna work. But I have hope for them next year. I'm a diehard Bills fan, and I will be cheering them on next year. Um, But I did—you know—I just don't feel good about it right now because they get affected by personal issues and. All of that, and it's just taking the focus off, which was already taken off, but I do appreciate your commentary about the game earlier. It got me really excited because I said, "Oh, that must have been a good game, and it also got me thinking about getting Amazon Prime, but I don't know, maybe I'll get a trial period, so. hello
3: okay great yeah i'm I'm still here. I just didn't know if I was allowed to talk. It's good,
7: okay. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment, and I appreciate right. the time that you've let me have. Oh. And goodbye to both of you.
3: You're welcome. Have good night. Thank you. Right. Go get Bye. Some, get some rest. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. As the doctor told her to get rest. she. she we need to prescribe, what is it, mel- melatonin? Get us some of that. I give her credit. Hey, Marco, can, <laughs> how, how much is that? No, no, no. You, you Shep, you, you sell drugs? No, Jr. I, I definitely Shep? do not sell
0: drugs. Okay. Hey, Marco, do you sell? Uh, I do not. I do not. Although I'm a little... Okay. I'm not sure if I would believe Shep. I don't know. I, I feel like... You think I sell drugs? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you might be... Uh, Am I not the... Marco. You've got like
2: 19 jobs on the side.
0: It wouldn't shock me if that was something too. I appreciate the kind words. No? I'm the last person that would sell drugs. <laughs> I've never even, I've only smoked once in my <laughs> life. <Jeez. laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> I bet, yeah, I where, where, where can I get some melatonin, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't what? know. To stay awake? I, I wouldn't know. To let's, do what? Let's ask Maverick Carter. He's involved in some things that are uh, under the uh, you-know-what-if-you-know-what-I'm-talking-about. Yeah, he
3: he, he's just he's just gambling. Yeah, Everybody's well, gambling. Well,
0: something tells me Maverick Carter knows a little bit more than gambling if he's just caught for that. And that was made public.
3: That's nothing. Yeah. Light work.
0: You know what? This is—I don't. Might this no. is—I don't know if this is bad for LeBron or not. This is the first time one of his ah. guys has ever really been raked over the coals for what they've done outside of the field or off the court. Eh, bottom I don't line think, is: I don't smell drugs. Okay, now that's I don't the bottom. That's the bottom line. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I, had to, I had to try to grip behind right. that for a second. You
3: tap dancing all over the place. <laughs> all right. so, well, tap right. dancing. No, n- nobody that. sells. I don't sell drugs either. That's why I'm asking. I want to get Mac Melatonin. I can get that on the counter, right? Or that's on the shelf, right? I wouldn't know. I don't gotta go. I don't gotta go into a back room to get that. I can just. I got. They were selling it at the airport today. So, yeah. I'm just trying to get a good deal. Don't mind me. I don't buy drugs either. So this, just. Anyway, it's the Jr. Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio we come back, we're going to talk to someone who he chews gum. That is his drug of choice. It's Pete Carroll. We'll hear from Pete Carroll. We'll hear from DK Metcalf. It's the JR
2: Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Out of all the talk show hosts that this station be putting on, you're the best, man. You're the best. When you're not on,
5: they lose
2: customers. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports
3: Radio. When you're not here, they lose customers. They lose customers. (laughs) <laughs> I get a kick out of that. It's just his, his enunciation and, and how he pronounced everything. He was very, very specific when saying that.
0: Shep, I ain't going to be here tomorrow. Saw so all you, bro? We're going to miss you tomorrow, JR. We? Who the hell is we? Me, myself, the Repo Man, Tony from oh. Mass, Mac from oh. Buffalo, everybody who listens to the JR Sport uh, Brief, man. But we're glad you're coming back Monday, though. I'll be back Monday. Y'all y'all got this, man. I'm uh, good. I appreciate
3: that. I got this. When y'all not here, they lose customers. Not with Shep. you be straight with that. They lose customers.
0: What, what y'all doing tomorrow? What's going to happen? You know, we're going to definitely talk about this game. Uh, we're going to talk about Deion Sanders. It, it's being overblown. Obviously, we're going to follow um, Vaughn Miller with the situation with Josh Giddey. It's going to be. And we're honestly, JR, we're going to preview Ford huge, huge huge college football games and uh oh the championships yes and something tells me you're going to be watching the sec championship game i have a hunch about that so
3: i'm going to be in uh new york on saturday for wfan really so i'm going to be watching i'm going to be on air and watching georgia and then i'm gonna be back in georgia
0: yeah so busy 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 stuff what game you most fascinated by
3: I'm going to hope that Alabama don't <laughs> beat Georgia, I mean, Well, you just heard me.
0: Well, I, no, I, I understand that. that, that, right. that, 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 that that's going to be um, the most meaningful because of where you are, how much you like Georgia, how much you root for them. But I think most people believe as much as Washington Nick Saban, and Oregon. Right. And the whole yeah. famous Nick Saban and SC Championship games that he doesn't lose. I, I get all that. But this is a different beast in Georgia with Kirby Smart. Right. JR, the Washington-Oregon game is going to be must-see TV. Oh, it is. I might be sleep by then, but it is. That's that's that that's fair. And then, because uh, listen, Michigan, I the Big Ten championship game this was going to be the score is going to be twenty to zero. We all know it was Michigan, Ohio State. That was the unofficial cha- Big Ten championship game. Correct. How many points is Iowa going to have? Three? A field goal? At uh, yeah, they'll probably have three or six. They'll probably have three, and then and then Florida State. I think all eyes are going to be on on uh, them and Louisville. And I think yeah. we're going to see Florida State eventually get into the college football championship. So that's that's certainly going to be on the docket for Friday's show.
3: Yeah. Well, Marcelo was here earlier this week. He said he thinks it's going to be stasis. Ain't nothing going to move. So yep. it sounds about right. Eight five five two one two four CBS. You know what? I told you before we went to break that uh, we'd hear from Pete Carroll. He's always positive, even though he, his team lost tonight. Let, let's hear how positive he sounds. What what Pete Carroll
1: say? Well, that's a heck of a football game tonight. It's a hard game for anybody to lose. Uh, I love the way our guys played. Played hard and tough and creative and executed and and, uh, battled the whole time. It was a uh, fantastic effort. And they they give them credit, too, they they were playing hard, too.
3: The defense gave up 41 points. (laughs) Does he chew his team out in in private? He has to. He chews gum first, and then he chews his team out. He chews gum, spits the gum out, yells at his guys, wears his grandpa's shoes. Uh, D.K. Metcalf, the man who had three touchdown passes tonight, watched his Seahawks, or he was a part of the team, that has now fallen to 6-6. Six and six. There's an opportunity here for the Los Angeles Rams to beat the Browns, featuring probably Joe Flacco on Sunday. There's an opportunity for them to improve their record to 6-6, six and six, and imagine if that happens. D.K. Metcalf said, though, we ain't finished. Because we've played games where the offense has done well and the defense hasn't, or the defense has had our back and the offense hasn't done so well. So we just have to play a complete game as a team to where you know we're hitting on all phases. The offense is executing, defense is getting stops, and special teams is running ahead. And so once we do that, uh, I think we're going to be a great team. You think we're going to be a great man? Time's over for that, bro. Ain't going to be no great team. Sorry, DK. 855-212-4CBS. This is going to be my last calls before I roll out. Kevin Scholar from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Kevin?
6: Hey, JR. Uh, Love you. Uh, Love the show. Skeptical about Shemp and uh, Marco. But my question Watch your mouth. Those are
3: my friends.
4: (laughs) Go ahead.
6: I uh, was listening to last night's show, and I uh, listened to you get all the way down to number two Was Nolan Ryan. I missed your number one. You guys cut the commercial. My question was if you could repeat your number one and where was the love <laughs> for all the knuckleball pitchers? Uh, Charlie Huff and Tim Wakefield, rest in peace. I'm going to hang up and listen to you guys.
3: Well, thank you, Kevin, for calling from Chicago. If you ever miss a minute, or I say this all the time, but people don't listen to me. If you ever miss a minute or a second of the show, you can always hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Gordy Howe was number one on my list of invincible players, okay? The man was out here busting ass on the other side of 50 playing with his son, and he wasn't just some relic running around on the ice. I think he had 40-plus points. Now, why didn't I have a, a knuckleballer here? I, you, you said it yourself, I had Nolan Ryan number two. That was a flamethrower. If I want to call a knuckleballer anything, you might as well be flicking daisies out there, man. Come on. Ain't no, ain't no 100 and, if you can find me somebody who throws a knuckleball at 100 plus miles per hour, please let me know. It takes so much more out of your body. Unless you're going to tell me about the grip of the knuckleball is damaging to your body, I'm not buying it. I'm not putting in some dude who threw a knuckleball for, for three decades on my list of invincible players. Let me know when he does something a little bit more intense than throw daisies across the mound. Sorry. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Hanging out in Washington, D.C. Shep, you're going to have a good show tomorrow, man. Appreciate that, JR. Thank you. No problem. And then you, and then Sunday as well, right? When are you on it on Sunday?
0: Yeah, Sunday a.m. Uh, 2 to 6. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, I love our audience. I love the people that listen and tweet. Uh, Kevin, my name is not Shemp. I've been on CBS Sports Radio for over 10 years, man. Get it, Get it right. Come on. Called well, you Shemp? <clears throat> Call me Shemp. I mean, isn't Kevin, it, listen, if you have an issue with no, me or anybody, no. at the very least, show enough respect to get their name right. I don't say, uh, you know, jackass. I say Kevin. Isn't, isn't Shemp like one of the three stooges or something? No, I, I, would not, I would not know. But, but Kevin, again, okay. you, you lose credibility when you can't even get someone's name right. That you're insulting. And if you think by getting no. the name wrong, that's the insult. All right, Shep. It's okay it's okay. No, I know, I know. The three stooges,
3: I, I don't know how screwed this. is, Mo Larry and Curly. Very, very classic. But, but then comedy. but then they got yeah. a they got a they got a buddy there's. Yeah, his name is Shemp. Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, there was the other dude, Shemp. I remember that. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, JR, man. the show, show's gonna be lit tomorrow. It's Wait, gonna be Mo,
3: awesome. Mo Mo Larry Shemp?
0: Yeah. Curly? Yeah. Mo asked his older brother,
3: Shep, to take <laughs> Curly's place. Oh, okay. There we go. It explains it all. <laughs> Listen. Yeah.
0: You'll be missed tomorrow, JR. We we'll miss well, you. Thank man.
3: you. Hey, by the way, Angel Reese actually played tonight 19 rebounds, 19 points, nine rebounds. That's it. All right. I'm done. I'm gone. I'll be back Monday. Shep got you tomorrow. Amy Lawrence got you up next. You can find me at JR Sport Brief. The JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio is done. Shep got you tomorrow. Thank you, Shep.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?